What's up, food friends? Today we are talking about five different ways you can know and be reassured that you are eating the right diet for you. And I love this topic because there are so many diets out there and there are constantly new ones popping up, new diet trends, new like saviors in the health industry. And what's really important is for us to have these like litmus tests that we can give ourselves to help reassure us that we're on the right track or open a door to redirect if needed. So I'm really excited to dive into this today. And I have to tell you, when I was preparing for this, I tend to write things on the weekends while I am away camping with my family. And this past weekend, we happened to be up at Viacito Lake in Colorado, where we paddleboard. I just, I love paddleboarding. I think it has officially replaced my love for snowboarding. Don't hate me if you're a snowboard lover, (laughs) but I used to be a huge snowboarding fan, but now like as I'm getting older and it takes so much work to like put on all that snowboard gear. And not only does it take work to put on the snowboard gear, but I get really cold. And then the prices are just crazy these days. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like inflation is a real thing here in America. (laughs) Where paddleboarding, it's so easy. You just blow up your paddleboard and you go out on the lake or the river or whatever. And you just like you just chill. You can do whatever you want. You can work hard. You can do some yoga. I like to eat sandwiches on my paddleboard. That's my favorite thing to do. So anyways, I was out there paddleboarding this last weekend with my son, and it was not your picture-perfect lake paddleboard day. There was lots of wind. The water was really choppy. So we weren't stand-up paddleboarding. We were sit-down paddleboarding. So we start off our journey, and we're actually going against the wind. And what's interesting about paddleboarding is when you go against the wind, you do have to work super hard, but it feels like you're going really fast. I don't really understand the physics behind it, but I'm going against the wind, and my little boy is on the board with me, and he's like, Mama, we are going so fast. This is crazy. I'm like, yeah, we are like for you, but I'm over here like huffing and puffing. <laughs> so anyways, we go down as far as we can go. And finally, we decide to turn back around. And now this time I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to be going with the wind and we can almost just coast back to where we started from. So we start going and I am just barely paddling. You know, I'm just like putting it in the water, slowly picking it up, switching sides, dropping the paddle, switching sides. I'm having a great time taking in the scenery. I carry this on for a good 10, 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden, my little boy starts getting irritated. And I was like, what's wrong, dude? And he was like, mom, let's go. It's going to take us forever to get back. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because in my head, you know, we're just cruising along. Well, he's like, look how slow we're going against the water. This entire time, he had been looking at our paddleboard and the pace at which it was going on the lake with the wind. So from his perception, we were not going very fast at all. I told him to pick his head up and look at the shore. I said, hey, dude, check out our reference point. Look where we started and look how close we are to getting back to our camp. And all of a sudden he was like, oh, my gosh, what? how did we get here so fast? He was completely blown away because he had had his eyes right there on the path the whole time. And you know what? It really got me thinking. Our health journey is very much like paddleboarding with or against the wind. When you are going against the wind, you have to work super, super hard. And then you look up against the shore and you see that you haven't actually gotten that far considering how much effort you have put in. And I think when we're in our health journey and we're fighting against our body and our biomechanics, it's the same thing. We're exhausted. We're pushing our body. We're doing things that feel like a lot of work because it is. And we're fighting against our body not getting very far. Now, on the flip side, when we're working with our body or like when I'm paddleboarding with the wind, 
it's just easy. And I might look down and look at my pace with the water thinking I'm not getting very far very fast. But as soon as I look up and check that reference point, I have traveled so much farther than I thought I did. And I see that with people who finally figure out how to eat in alignment with their body. They suddenly discover that while there has to be intention and focus for a period, it's actually not nearly as hard as they thought it would be. And those efforts that they put in take them a lot farther along in their health journey because they're working with their body. I absolutely love it when I'm working with clients and they have that same moment like my son had where they look up in their journey. You know, they've been so focused on the day to day. They've been looking down at the board in their water. They've been looking down at their daily habits, their routines, the step by step process. And then all of a sudden they pick their head up and they look at where They are in their health journey compared to where they used to be and looking forward to where they want to go. And they're like, I have traveled so much farther than I ever thought I would. And you know what? It wasn't quite as hard as I thought it was going to be. It's a really cool place to be. And I want you guys to be here. So I'm going to be breaking down five ways to know if you are eating the diet that's right for you and your body because I want you guys traveling with ease, both on a paddleboard and on your health journey. (laughs) Super excited for this one. Before we dive in, as we're talking through these things, if you guys find yourself wanting to dive in deeper and make this change today, I want to let you know I have a few options going on right now. So Food Foundations is up and ready for you. If you are someone that really needs to lay and realign your foundational relationship with food. You need to get introduced to your biofeedback mechanisms, how your body responds to food, maybe ditch some of the diet culture hangups that you've been carrying along the way. Friends, Food Foundations is perfect for you. It's going to be a blueprint to walk you through this. You get my ebook on beat body bullying in there for free, and every single person gets a customized fuel plan that will be specific to your needs and your goals. If you are thinking, Jess, I've done a lot of the foundational work, or maybe you've already taken Food Foundations, and you're really at that place in your journey where you're like, what is next? How do I start to tie this empowered eating journey all together? How do I take my definition of health, my healed relationship with food, and get back to some of these targeted goals that I want to work towards without going back to diet culture. Friends, I'm so excited. I will be kicking off Next Level Nutrition, which is a 10-week live group mastermind where we will be meeting weekly to take your nutrition to the next level. This program is going to hit on the details of nutrition, how to balance your intake, how to customize it based on your own biofeedback, how to track so that you don't go back to diet culture, but you're still looking at the progress that you make along the way. We're going to dive into gut health, cycle syncing, All of it is going to be wrapped up in a pretty bow with you guys, and we're doing it live. Like, it just doesn't get any better than that. I will be in your ear every single week encouraging you along the way. I have been hosting groups for years, but this is the first time I'm offering it in the virtual space. So because of that, the price is cheap, 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 and space is really limited because I want to make this an intimate group so that I can get to know each and every one of you on an awesome level and really help you take your nutrition to the next level. If you're interested in applying, please head over jessbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. You can find all the deets on the program and apply right there. And if you're just joining us and you're like, I don't even know Jess where to start, friends, just go download my free guide to empowered eating, jessbrownrd.com. It's going to get you started. No matter how I am in your corner supporting you, I am honored and grateful to be here and I pray this blesses you guys. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode on how to know if you are eating the right diet for you, aka paddleboarding with the wind. <laughs> Hey, awesome. Yeah, I'm talking to you. 
I know you're ready to stop falling into diet culture traps and finally put together a realistic plan on how to boost your energy. You might feel stuck because you can't quite kick the chocolate habit. The whole body love thing isn't getting the job done. Or maybe you're at an impasse because you are pushing it in the gym, but you can't figure out how and what to eat. How many times have you Googled best diet and found that the latest trend has failed you? Hey girl, I'm Jess registered dietitian, wife, mama, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I too used to be stuck in the cycle of insecurity and never feeling like my body was good enough. Then I tried to fix it with food only to end up right back where I started. I did some really hard work. I found food freedom, but then I was confused on how to eat healthy and get fit without falling back into diet culture crazy. I wish someone would have taught me the difference between discipline and obsession. I wanted to be the healthiest version of myself by balancing healthy eating with food freedom. Like how do I actually eat healthy, get fit, and have donuts with my kids? It wasn't until I figured out this awesome balance between discipline and permission, the art of intentional eating with sprinkles of flexibility. The empowered eating model was born. Here on the show, we nix diet culture while creating values-based health goals. We reconnect with how our body responds to food through biofeedback, all the while figuring out a plan on how to get healthy and fit without sacrificing the most meaningful parts of life. Sustainability doesn't mean never eating your favorite foods again. I mean, pizza is life, right? (laughs) We are here to finally not just feel comfortable, but confident in our body. I am so excited to fuel your awesome with empowered eating. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com and grab my three steps to empowered eating guide totally free or hop onto my e-course food foundations to get the step-by-step deets on how I got here. All right, you ready to take your inner awesome to the next level? So grab that cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes, because girl, it's time to go. All right, friends, we are diving into five ways to know if you are eating the right diet for you. These are going to be your litmus tests to decide if you are on the right track or you might need to redirect. Now, the first three have to do with biofeedback. If you guys have been listening to me, you've heard me say this word. It's a key cornerstone in the empowered eating blueprint. Biofeedback is your body's communication to you about what's going on. And here's the thing about biofeedback. It's not going to be awesome all the time. Like sometimes we're going to get negative or or unpleasant messages from our body saying that was not a good choice. That is not something I want you to do again. Now, if you receive that message, I want you guys to know right here, right now, that's okay. That's part of it. Like we need that no answer sometimes. And just because we get that doesn't mean you failed. You did something wrong. That's a lot of the diet culture stuff creeping back in. That's a lot of the lies creeping back in that you're supposed to eat perfectly, which is just crazy. (laughs) We're not supposed to do anything perfect. So when we're talking about biofeedback, I want you to know that positive and negative biofeedback is information that can be used and help us to move forward, making better decisions about how to take care of our body. Oh, and one more note on that. Biofeedback is something that is so important to learn to listen to because our health and our body's response to food and exercise is going to change with time and age and circumstance. And so to think that we are always going to get the same answer or positive reinforcement is just ludicrous. It's nincompoopery. That's my kids' favorite words because it has poop in it. <laughs> it's nincompoop. We have to learn how to read biofeedback and take the good with the bad, the positive with the negative, and adapt and adjust along the way. Okay, so one of the first areas of biofeedback that I love to talk about and visit with women is evaluating our menstrual cycles. If we are eating in alignment with what our body needs 
and there's no external health diagnoses or hormonal imbalances, we should be having regular ovulatory menstrual cycles. This is one of the first things that gets thrown off when our intake is off, our blood sugar is not where it ideally needs to be, we're eating too much, not enough, we're having spikes in our blood sugar, we're not sleeping well. There is a myriad of reasons this can be off. So while the reason or the origin may be multifaceted and unique to each individual, across the board, this is a really clear sign as to whether or not we are nutritionally sound. Now, obviously, this is only applicable to those that are pre-menopause or pre-perimenopause. If you're in the latter category, what is important to note is that when our cycles are changing or our hormones are changing, our nutritional needs change as well. When we start to shift and have that hormonal shift, things like protein and calcium become more important in our diet. So it's a good time to reevaluate and look at what our body needs. So while the biofeedback marker might be different depending on where you are in the life cycle, our cycle or lack thereof or inconsistency or transitions, they can all be points of reference for us to reevaluate and learn more about what our body needs because our body's talking to us. It's changing. Something is different than it was before. And so it makes sense that our nutritional needs might need to be modified. Okay, so that's number one. The second biofeedback marker you can look for is evaluating your energy spikes and dips as well as your sleep patterns throughout the day and into the night. So it's very normal to have an energy spike in the morning and then we tend to have another one mid-afternoon or lunchtime and then we have a natural dip in our circadian rhythm between about 2 and 4 p.m. Then we should start to wind down and get a good night's sleep. And by good night's sleep, I mean anywhere from six to eight hours of uninterrupted sleep for the most part. I know we've got kids and things are going on. And so we do the best we can. But in general, we should be getting restful REM cycled sleep. Now, if we're not, this could be an indicator that we are not meeting our nutritional needs and our diet isn't getting the job done. There's growing evidence that indicates sufficient nutrient consumption is critical for our sleep. And this likely has to do with how specific nutrients support hormonal pathways. So for example, calcium, magnesium, vitamin A, C, D, E, and K, these are all important nutrients that play into our circadian rhythm. And if we're lacking in them, that very well may show up in our sleep cycles. And then that's going to impact our energy ebb and flow throughout the day. So you might be more tired when you wake up. You might feel that you never get an energy spike throughout the day. You're just tired all the time. (laughs) I've been there. It sucks. The other way that our diet can impact our sleep patterns and then therefore our energy throughout the day is our carb timing and quantity. I always say it's Goldilocks goals with carbohydrates. They are essential. We need them. They are the main driver of energy for us throughout the day. But too much can be problematic. Too little is definitely problematic. Not too much, not too little. We need it to be just right. They found that having carbs at certain times during the day can actually promote better sleep and help you get into a REM cycle faster. And then on the flip side, not getting enough carbohydrate can mean we don't have adequate stored carbohydrate or glycogen in our liver to carry us through the night so that we get those full cycles of REM sleep. So Goldilocks goals is what we're after here. And if you're thinking, okay, Jess, I don't even know where to start with carbs. Like how much do I need, friends? I would love to hash this out with you. 
We do work through this in Food Foundations, or you can always snag a Fuel Plan Power Hour with me where we walk through this together and set you up with a fuel plan customized to your needs. All right, and the third biofeedback marker that I want to share with you guys today, and I arguably would say this is your number one, is looking at your number two. That's right, friends. I'm talking about the poop report. (laughs) Having healthy bowel movements means you are eating food that your body is not reacting to. There's no inflammation happening within the gut. You have maximum nutrient absorption. This is going to support mental health, your mood, like the list goes on and on and on. But here's how you know if you have a healthy gut function. You should be having between one to two snake-shaped bowel movements per day. You should be able to hold your bowels for a short period of time after you feel the urge to go. So you're not like my little boy that's like, Mama, I got to go right now and I have to find a bathroom, go to a gas station. No, like you should be able to hold it till you get home. It should pass quickly within a minute or so without pain. And you should feel like you can completely empty your bowels in one setting. So these are going to be some key markers of a healthy gut. And if you've got these, if it's like check, 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 congratulations, sister, you have healthy bowel function and the foods you are eating within your diet are awesome. Chances are you don't have a gluten sensitivity and it's probably okay that you're eating dairy because your gut is taking it. And not only is it taking it, it's digesting it, breaking it down and excreting waste appropriately. Now, if you're off on any of those, that would be an indicator that we may need to do some recalibration and take a look at what your diet is offering you. We're going to be diving into this topic in Next Level Nutrition for an entire week. And it's so important. I could spend a whole month on this, quite honestly, but not only does your bowel movements and your gut health indicate whether or not your diet is appropriate for you, but it also is a direct line to your mental health. And so I am therefore a huge fan of getting this one squared away and it will overall improve your quality of life because not only are you maximizing your food that you're taking in through optimal absorption, but you're also supporting your mental health and improving your mood, which who doesn't want that, right? Like better nutrition and better mood? Yes, sign me up for that life. (laughs) All right, so those are the three biofeedback markers that we can look for to evaluate if our diet is in alignment with what our body needs. Now, the fourth indicator to look at is If you are eating a diet that is supportive to your overall health and your overall well-being, you should be able to have a meal or snack without a side of guilt. There shouldn't be stress sitting next to your baked potato. There shouldn't be guilt next to your dessert. There should not be anxiety sitting next to eating out while you're out with your friends. Friends, this is such a crucial piece of the Empowered Eating Program because learning to fuel your body with healthy, energizing, solid, whole foods is really important. And at the same time, we have to factor in the social elements of food. We have to factor in that people connect around food and our values, our family, our mission, what we're here on earth and being called to do means that we can't be so hyper obsessive about this food and we have to know how to be flexible. So if this is popping up for you, I want you to head on over to justbrownrd.com. First of all, download that free empowered eating guide. And from there, if you're feeling like it's time, friends, Food Foundations is the next step for you where we really dive into healing this relationship with food and learning how to be an empowered eater because there is more to fueling our body than just vitamins, minerals, and macros. There is no pass-fail when it comes to being an empowered eater. Rather, it is collecting information and learning how to adapt and adjust along the way. And it's so important that we get this piece down. If we don't get this piece down, we continue the diet cycle. We continue the all-in and then feel like we fail. 
and then throw it all out the window cycle that you all have been doing for years. And we're here to break that. Not today. Not today, Satan. (laughs) All right. The fifth and final indicator I want to go over today, friends, if you are eating the right diet for you and you're eating a food style, a food pattern that is in alignment with your values, your biofeedback and nutrition knowledge, this is the empowered eating way you will know because you are able to balance discipline and intentional eating with sprinkles of flexibility and grace. You will be able to consistently and intently work towards your goal and at the same time feel safe, feel comfortable, and have the permission slip to know when to be flexible and adapt and adjust along the way. Friends, finding the diet that is best for you, that is right for you, has so many things that are pulled into it. It has to first and foremost have your values at the root of it. It can't be motivated by diet culture, by obtaining the perfect ideal, whatever that is now. You know, it used to be skinny, now it's strong. Sometimes it's just being young. All of that will fade. Instead, we have to have our health aligned with what we value at our core, our family, our faith, our purpose, what we can offer this world. From there, we start to add in foods that our body through biofeedback confirms are the best choices for us. And then filtering all the nutrition knowledge that you hear on this podcast, other podcasts, on social media, filtering that through your biofeedback and your values, your two filters to be an empowered eater. Like I said, we are more than minerals, macros, and micronutrients, friends. We are emotional and complex human beings that while I can respect and I can totally appreciate, believe me, I'm a dietitian, there is an importance for intentional eating and understanding nutrition and how to fuel your body. At the same time, we have to balance with the understanding that it's not always about that, right? There's a bigger purpose here at play. So you will know you're eating the right diet if you can find this balance and you can feel empowered in your food choices. You feel you have the discernment to navigate your day without stress. And friends, you can get here. This is where I live now. And I tell you right now, I will never, 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 never go back. I mean, every once in a while I'm tempted because I think like, oh, maybe I could be a little bit more cut or maybe I could finally lose that last bit of baby weight that I, I still have never lost. You know, maybe I can do those things. And then I think, yeah, but at what cost? You know, I have to put it against the backdrop of my values and know that I am willing to put the energy and effort in. Absolutely. I'm going to be the healthiest version of myself. But at some point when I pursue those to too far of a degree, I'm not the healthiest version of myself. And it's becoming an obsession and an idol. And that's not what I'm here for. So it's a really delicate balance. And everybody is going to be a little bit different on this front. But you'll know when you feel peace. One of my favorite verses is the fruit of the spirit is peace, joy, and love. And that to me says that when we're doing it right, we will feel peace. It doesn't mean we're always going to get it right, but we'll be able to navigate the situations, the ebbs and flows of energy, the the biofeedback, the positive and the negative. We're going to be able to navigate it with peace because we've got our faith in something bigger. Friends, I hope these five points of reference are litmus tests that you can use to evaluate your diet today. And if you're finding that some of it might be off, I would love to be in your corner. You can find all my resources at JessBrownRD.com. As for today, I'm wishing you all a normal hormone cycle, good sleep, healthy pooping, meals without a side of stress, and a balance of discipline and permission kind of day. Until next time, my friends, cheers and happy eating. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.